Nice. You want to bring it in? You want me to bring it in? You got it. Welcome to the post up. This is your weekly NBA show where it's supposed to be three friends, but for three weeks now, it's been two friends. Cover everything from the association. Dolan's turn for vacation. It was mine first, Dylan's second. Dolan is now on vacation. So we are running Ghost Man Booth here. My name is Michael Willis at Carefree Willis on Twitter. I am joined by our resident Celtics fan at Dillbond00. What's up, dude? What's up? Just finished my ice cream. Um, had a solid Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the daddies out there. Um, how we doing, Michael? Uh, doing pretty solid, dude. Dylan and I have known each other since fifth grade. This show is going to be fucking awesome. Uh, don't need Dolan. Never needed Dolan. See you later, dude. Uh, hope he's probably having a. Did you have a good vacation? <clears throat> uh, it was a good vacation. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was my first vacation with my um, one year old, and it's a little bit different than normal vacation without. A one-year-old so it was yeah. still a blast love spending time with family but it was not it was fun but not relaxing <laughs> so yeah <laughs> let's put it that way that's what dolan and i had that conversation last week for those of you that have been listening we appreciate that to check us out everywhere you get your podcast uh dolan's out on vacation with his two potentially three in the future children <laughs> uh hope you're having hope you're having a good time dude uh tell laura i said what's up but we got basketball to talk about. Dylan and I hit on it last week. Dylan was obviously missing that we just covered the Nuggets. Dylan, if you if you know, then you know. Go to our Twitter at the Post Up Boys. I put up a video uh, of Dylan and I boots on the ground in Denver celebrating the Nuggets. We've been here since day one. Uh, right. What do you What are your thoughts on the uh, the Nuggets winning this whole damn thing? It was impressive to watch, man. There was a. I want to give give myself some flowers on this one because I. Uh, I picked them beginning of the playoffs. Obviously, I picked the Celtics, but it's like I had a good feeling since since like February. I had a good feeling. Yeah. Um, so good on me. I know what I'm talking about. No surprise here. But uh, it was awesome Shut to watch, up. man. <laughs> Jokic is a very good basketball player. Let's just yeah. really no other way to put it. He is phenomenal. He is. I was talking to my brother this weekend. He was talking about how he's boring to watch. I'm like, you just really don't appreciate basketball if yeah. you think he's boring to watch. Yeah, Chad's probably gonna listen to this. And um, sorry, Chad, you suck. Yeah, you do suck, Chad. <laughs> His wife's awesome. Chad sucks. <laughs> no, it was a uh, yeah, like dominating performance. Like I said, the Heat are a we're a eighth seed, so it's like good on them to get there. Like. Dolan and I talked about this. Michael and I were just talking about it, but it's like I feel like the Heat are getting nothing but praise for losing the finals. But it's just like if it was any other team, they'd yeah, be getting killed. fried for yeah, they'd be getting yeah. killed, you know. Yeah. And especially Jimmy Butler, he Jimmy Butler did not show up, and then he's just getting all this like, oh, good job for being there. I'm just like that's just ridiculous. Fry him yeah. like he would fry any other star. Tatum got fried after losing the finals last yeah. year. Yeah. Like yeah. fry him. This is yeah. what this is what social media is for is to magnify the mess ups. I think I think what it is, and I don't I don't disagree with that at all. I'm not I was not as surprised as as Dylan kind of is when Dolan come when we get the three man booth back next week when Dolan comes back. Dolan was blowing our group text up, stunned at the lack of 
uh, responsibility put on an accountability put on Jimmy Butler. I I I wasn't super surprised, and it's not no dis- everything I'm about to say is no disrespect to Jimmy Butler, but I just don't have him as a top tier star in the league. That I put a whole lot of that. Uh, he didn't have a good finals. He didn't. He had one good game, but he did not have a good finals. He should be getting more criticism. But I also I am in that camp of I mean good on Miami for even getting there because I was I've been I've come on this show multiple times saying how I just I'm not interested in this Miami team this past year I wasn't a big believer in Miami was not a believer in Denver I still owe Dylan a steak dinner at uh, um, Golden Corral you, you know, yeah, can't right. wait for that dude um, but I, it's it's I'm not I'm not super surprised about the non Jimmy thing I just don't think Jimmy moves the needle we talked about this beforehand but Jimmy's not on the same. It's just probably disrespectful to him, but he's not on the same level as like a Tatum or like I don't want to say a Curry because obviously Steph Curry is like one of the greats of all time. But I, I just don't put Jimmy at that top level. But he, you're right, man. Like this Miami Heat team has been getting looked at like, you know, good job for getting there twice, you know. But it's it's a weird one. It's a weird one. But Denver, man, so good. Murray, so good. I've said it for weeks now. We keep bringing it up. There's probably a bunch seven eight nine other guards in the west you take over murray but maybe it needs to start being more of an of, of an argument here man this guy balled the entire denver team balled out Jokic sleepwalks into these numbers he just looks it just looks effortless man what he's doing such a, a fun player did you like the whole thing at the end when he was trying to go home did you think it was funny or were you annoyed uh, I wasn't annoyed. I think it was. I wonder. I, I mean, he doesn't seem like the type who's going to play. You know, like yeah, yeah, like exaggerate anything like so. But it's. I, I think it's funny, and it makes me like. It's been talked about a lot. I think you guys even mentioned it too last week. But it seems like he's definitely the type that he just doesn't seem to care about basketball. He thinks nope. of it just as a job. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, it's fine. It's it's yeah, it's fine. Do you, man? That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost impressive how good he is when he's just. Yeah. <laughs> only thinks of it as just the job but i mean and he might not think that yeah i think i mean he was probably he was probably ready i mean he's a long way from home you know all of us that are born and raised in the usa you know it's a little bit different i guess for us that are here all the time if you're not used to it so yeah those those foreign boys just want to get paid and win mm-hmm. and he's gotten paid and he's won so i mean I, I i i don't know there were a lot of people getting annoyed at it i thought it was fine and then it just kind of got more annoying did you see him talk about the parade when he goes did you see that whole video of him saying um, uh, it's not till Thursday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that one. But then he's at the parade mm-hmm. and he's like exci- excited and he goes, you all saw me. say he's, he's addressing the crowd. He goes, you all saw me say I wanted to go home, but I fucking love parade. I thought yeah. that was funny, man. Was I funny. thought I he ended up going to Vegas with him after yeah. the parade, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Dylan, Dylan put a beautiful text out in the group that um, a lot. Of this is we, I try not to do inside jokes on this show, but. Uh, for there are some people that will get this. Uh, Jokic looked like Danny Dolan dancing at a uh, club. Uh, is one of the funniest things I have ever because it's spot on, man. Shout Nobody responded Dolan. in that group chat when I said that. I really can't even believe. Yeah, you or Dolan didn't say anything when I said that. I, I and I I've, thought it was so funny. It was so funny. I died laughing when I read it, man. I thought that was hysterical, but that's spot on. Jokic is such a such an average white dude in these kind of situations. You know what I mean? Like has no idea what he just looks awkward doing anything. But Denver's an awesome team, man. They they're set. I mean, they you know Mike Malone wants to run it back. Um, mm-hmm. You see LeBron post about Malone because Malone kept no, talking about the Lakers. LeBron put up a thing on um, Instagram because he was over in Europe. He said, does mind my business over and paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. He goes, mind my business over in Europe. And I see y'all got a lot to say. And 
y'all here for a second i'm the king or something i don't know something like yeah, that I, I i did see something about that i started watching it then i didn't want to do it because i heard lebron talk too much so i'm good i'm set <laughs> I love that. I absolutely I love LeBron. I I I don't this isn't going to be a rivalry I don't think, but it is interesting, mm. but shout out Denver man. They they first one ever, first time in the finals, first championship. That city Dylan and I have had boots on ground. That city's awesome. That city is a lot it was of a that blast. Place, yeah. Such a good time there. Shout out to them. Good. I thought we were going to get uh stranded in a park overnight when we went hiking <laughs> one time, but we didn't. We made it up. <laughs> Dylan, the the most you put anybody, you know, the most average East Coast in the mountains, two guys went <laughs> went hiking in vans, like unbelievable yeah. stuff. But it was like cold. 60 degrees outside. We get to the top and there was ice. Like what? Yeah, every, everywhere. I mean, the amount of times Dylan and I fell is absolutely ridiculous. It, it is. It is. Shout out Denver. That's a solid city, man. I, I've, I've been there a couple times. I'm going back. So everybody from Denver, when you'll see me in December. Get hype because that place right. is. I love. I love going there, man. And, and good for them. Jokic is, is is fun. This Denver team's fun to watch. They're going to re-sign Bruce Brown's what's looking like. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Piston legend. KCP Piston legend. A lot of people, this doesn't matter for everybody, but there's a lot of Detroit fans that are like, look what happens when we let our good guys. None of these guys would be this if they stayed with Detroit. We, we were just not a good team then. Like, that's just how it goes. Like, I'm not, don't be upset about this. Let, let them win. It's hype. Good for them. They don't give a shit about us. I don't know why they care. I don't know why we care so much about them. Anyway, no more Piston talk. Let's move on. Well, Piss and talk in a minute. Uh, hmm. We dropped a bomb today. Back dropped bomb, a bomb. bomb today. Bomb today. It gave us, thank you so much to the Wizards and the Suns for giving us a little bit more to talk about. Uh, the finals has been covered a whole lot. You done on Miami and Denver before I move on? One quick question. Yeah. Do the Nuggets repeat? You know what's funny is I asked Dolan this last last week. I said, how how where were the Nuggets at and like preseason favorites? And they were very low. Uh, my answer is no on that. I, I it's do hard think to repeat. It is, man. And I, I think we're and we're going to get into this now. You're looking around, and I think everybody's going to everybody's looking to get better. Like there's yeah, like the, the names that are being dropped to be moved uh, are pretty substantial names that are moving around now. They they have to figure out the fit and all that stuff. So and Denver's already a good team. Like we've already seen it, but. It's so hard to repeat, and you know you look like an idiot if you if you're you know running around screaming for it and they get bounced first round. I still I, I've I've become a believer. You were spot on. Dylan's been on the Denver Nuggets uh, train since we started this podcast before we started the pod, but on record since we started the podcast. Good team. They'll they'll be running it back with the entire squad this 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 coming season. I just think I think I think the Warriors will give it another chance. I think I don't think Sacramento. I, I don't know. We'll get into that in a future time. No, the answer is no. I don't think the I don't think the Nuggets run it back. I think surprisingly, I think somebody out of the East is going to do it next year. You said we'll Boston's going to win. You said Boston's going to no, do it. I agree. No, I, That's no, weird. No, We're on the same page on that one, Michael. <laughs> I do not. All right, let's move on. Uh, the the Phoenix Suns and the Washington Wizards dropped an absolute. Sorry if you can hear that in the background. My garage door is being opened by Ashton. Um, the Phoenix Suns and the Washington Wizards dropped an absolute bomb. Bradley Beal traded for Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and a couple picks. How do you feel? We're from Richmond, Virginia, so D.C. is close. Nobody, none of us have claimed D.C. as like a favorite team. I know it's close, but D.C. to Richmond is not like a hometown I've never felt that way. I don't think Dylan has either. No. But do you do you like Brad Beal? I liked him. 
You know, I, I mean, I like him. I don't think he's a difference maker anymore yeah, until we I can agree. see a healthy season out of him. Um, but agree. when he is healthy, he's good. He's a good player. I, yeah, he's a good player. I am interested to see how it works. I can't believe the Wizards couldn't even get at least a first round pick for Brad Crazy. They got, Crazy. and they're, I mean, said they're either going to trade Chris Paul or buy him out. So they pretty much just got a second round pick, a pick swap, and Landry Shamit for Brad Beal. Like, yeah. As, as I heard this the other day, they got a bag of Skittles. That's they what did. they got. They did. That's and they got. and honestly, Chris Paul's going to, he, he's not staying in Washington. I did him. say they're, they're shopping him, but it's like still, his contract's absurd. Like, you can't just, you're not going to get much for him. You're not. And, and he, he's going to pick. He's gonna. They're gonna. He's gonna get bought. He's gonna get bought out. Bought out or traded. Yeah, he's gone. So at the end of the day, you traded Brad Beal, who I don't. I don't think is a difference maker. I'm right there with you, but I. I think he's worth more than Landry fucking Shaman. Like mm-hmm. I, I. I don't dislike Landry Shaman, but that's such a. I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's a good deal for Phoenix either. The way that their cap is set up now, I think everybody. You know, Dylan and I have talked about this. We, we texted right. about this off air. Somebody will figure it out that part, but. You don't have anybody on the bench now. They have no. no they don't. Bench. They they have five players under contract. Five, five. And there are they with the five players. They're already over the salary cap. They're over it by a lot. By not by a little a lot. bit. Yeah. By like yeah. forty mil. Like that's not a little it's bit crazy. of money. Yeah. It is, man. They. It, I mean, I I think Aiden's getting traded this offseason. You have to. For sure, half you got to trade him for pieces. But what's he? So. What are you? What are you getting back? It's, I, we'll, we'll touch on Washington in a second. Let's touch on this Phoenix then. But, you know the fit with Brad Beal. I I don't. I think you saw this past season Washington try to run a Brad Beal point guard thing. I don't think it worked. I like Devin Booker more as a point guard, but I think you're just losing a lot of what Devin Booker is when you make him the main ball handler. So I don't see the fit here like at all. I do love it. I got to be honest. I do love it. I hope it goes terribly wrong because. Bring Devin Booker home to Detroit, baby. Need it. Monty yeah, Williams in town. I need it. Let's get it. Let's get this going. It needs to fail so bad. But you're looking at you're looking at a fit here. I I don't see how this works at all. You know, KD, Book, and now Bradley Beal, all guys that don't force up any threes. You don't have any floor spacers there. Ayton's down there in the middle. He's gonna go. Got to go. He has to He's go. Gotta he go. Can't, yeah. he can't stay. But what are you getting back for DeAndre Ayton? His he, he didn't make a great lasting impression the last time we saw him on the floor. It's crazy. Yeah. I think I think the one the trade I saw, I don't know how accurate this is, but I just happened to see it on Twitter today was uh Miles Turner and Buddy Heald for him. And I think that's solid. You get a uh Buddy Heald come off the bench, get some shooting, and then you have yep. uh Obviously, Miles Turner stretched to the floor and a good def- defense, but that's, I, I feel like that's almost too much for him. So, like, I feel like Phoenix had to give up a second round pick or a pick swap or a first round pick or something too. I, I to, think to that's, make that happen. But I think it's I think it's fairly even because Buddy Heald plays zero defense. Yeah, and that's I, true. I'm a big Miles Turner fan. I I, I think Miles Turner is a very he's a good piece on a good team. Like he's he one is of those, a good piece on a good team. He yeah. can play defense. He's always he's top player. top five and block shots, and he can shoot close to forty percent from three. So it's like, he, what, what else do you want? He'd fit in perfectly on the Celtics, dude. That's he made eight. Did. He made eight threes against the Celtics last yeah. year. Eight, eight. He scored forty something points. It's, it's insane. I'm a, I'm it's a insane. big. I think Miles Turner on a, on a good team. I think you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot more about him. I think he can be a very good, um, a very good teammate. I like Miles Turner. I think that would be a good move. But this fit with just even if that happens, even if like they figure out that you know eventually they're going to fill out the rest of the roster. Such a weird. Such a weird fit, man, for Phoenix. We'll see how it goes. I hope it fails because 
blow that bad boy up is Kyrie. Kyrie can't can't join now. My my pick mm, weeks no and way. weeks and weeks ago was Kyrie was going to walk to Phoenix, but that can't they can't pay him. There's no way. No, they, they're not going to be able to pay anybody. Like, even no when way. they lose Aiden's contract, they're still going to have all these just minor role players. Like they have their main pieces already. I don't even know what the uh, money situation looks like for Buddy's contract and uh, Miles Turner's contract. I didn't look into it that hard, but. I mean, I'm sure they're making decent money. I remember Miles Turner got a decent contract a few years ago. So yeah, maybe but, losing yeah. that eight. I mean, they're already over, so maybe losing that eight yeah. and one will help out yeah. a bit. But I'll tell you what, they can pay us. We'll suit up. I'll tell you that right that's now. Right. Hey, that's, I'll ball out. That's I'll right. go out there and shoot 19 percent from three. No problem. Let's go. <laughs> Zero problems. Let's all over to Washington. How how bad are they going to be? So bad for years. I mean, there is. Almost no hope for the Wizards to be anything for the next couple of years. Well, I, I did. I looked up as soon as this trade went down. Um, they got sixth. I think they have the sixth pick this year. Um, they're going to find no. They don't have sixth. Eight or, is it eight? Or yeah, I think it's eight. Orlando has six. Yeah, that's right. It's eight. It's Orlando has yeah. six and eleven. It's eight. Yeah. Um, they 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 don't have a they don't have a, a very. Uh, we're going to get into the draft in a minute. We'll talk about when I, when this trade went down. I looked up immediately. This is super early. But I looked up, I Googled, what do the next two drafts look like? And apparently 2024's draft is not very good. 2025's is not very good. And 2026 is the one that could possibly be good. It's a long time away. There's a lot of kids. So, like, I'm not going to. But th- what an awful time to rebuild. If that's the way it works out, like, what an awful time to rebuild. What, what draft is Bronny going to be in? That's next draft, right? Could the one? could could be in next draft. Could okay. be in next draft. Like, that's. But that's he could stay and he could come out in 25. Like, that. They could get Bronny. He's that going to play. He's going to stay in college. He doesn't have to play with his dad. Well, <laughs> he's going to wait out, wait out till LeBron retires. Listen, if he if he actually if the whole LeBron Bronny team up thing happens, set me up for let's get let's get Washington to be the worst team and oh, make that happen absolutely. right up the road from us. Are you kidding oh, I'd me? Go, I'll be, for oh, sure, I'd be there. Hundred percent. That's what that's what we need, man. But this doesn't look good for Washington. Would you have paid Beal last year? He got the deal just this last this past offseason. Yeah, I know. I. I mean, you let him go for a free if you don't, but yeah, I mean, you yeah. got him for Landry Shamit. Yeah, so. looking at the deal they got, yes, I would have let him go for free. Um, but they didn't know that was going to happen. It's so easy to yeah. look back. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. But they probably got screwed from that that new deal, that new collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, that that the new CBA is going to throw. And like that's the thing with Phoenix, like the CBA, like it starts July one, but it's it doesn't fully kick in until next year. So it's like they have some, they can pretty much run it with Aiden this year and not. Uh, getting too much trouble, but he for sure is getting traded at least by next offseason so yeah. they can get out of that uh, second apron. Um, actually, they might not be able to. I don't know. Anyway, we don't have to touch on that right now. But It's crazy, though, man. This, this Like I said, this Washington team is going to be very bad. They're going to be a very bad team for a while. They don't have anybody. If you're oh, awful, awful. If you're, if, you, if you're a team that likes Kyle Kuzma, Danny Avija, you can probably get him <laughs> on the cheap right now. So, yeah. good for you. It's, it's, it's a... It's an interesting one. Let's move on to another guy. Dolan and I talked about this last week, but I do want to get your take on this, and then this will lead us into the draft a bit. Damian Lillard yeah. situation over there. Mm-hmm. I'm in the camp of it's time to trade because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to me that um, anything you can get is going to make Portland really contend out in the Western Conference. But there's a lot of a lot of a lot of conflicting reports, but a lot of reports now that Dame is is going absolutely nowhere, and they're going to build around him. I don't think that's the right move. What if you want to know what what Dolan and I thought about that? Go listen to last week's episode. It's titled "The One Without Dylan." What do you? But what are your thoughts on that? I think since you missed last week, what do you think about Dame in Portland? Should he go? Should he stay? 
he's given them sometimes it just doesn't work out. Go ahead, Dylan. What do you think? So um last night Michael and I talked on the phone for about 15, 20 minutes and we touched on this, but uh Michael does not remember that conversation. <laughs> That's on me. I'll be better. That's on me. So sorry. Um, but you know, it's I I'm definitely a team trade dame. Um, I just don't like you said what you can get, I don't think that is going to make them a contender. There's no point. Um, but I did, being a Celtics fan and all the Jalen Brown talk, I did think of a trade I would like if Scoot goes second. Uh-huh. And because Portland has two first round picks this year, if Scoot ends up going second and Brandon Miller is their pick, I would be okay with Celtics trading Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart to Portland for the third pick, which would be Brandon Miller, and then the 23rd pick and Anthony Simons. I think that would be a good fit because the Celtics can get Brandon Miller, who could develop him. And I see a lot of resemblance with Tatum in there. And even if he ends up being like not great, he's 6'9", who can really shoot. So it's like yeah. he spreads the floor well. And then I think that Derek White can make up a little bit more. Like he can be – Derek White can be more without Jalen Brown on the court. Mm-hmm. And I think that Anthony Simons spreading the floor with him being such a good three-point shooter is better than Marcus Smart. So and I think that – You're getting the goat back next year too. Nilo. And yeah, Danilo. Danilo's be back. He's right. yeah, he's about to ball out. Um, but I I like that fit a lot for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy to say that. I don't know what it is, but I tell you what, if I'm Brad Stevens and Scoot goes second, I'm calling Portland because we. I, and this is why I'm for Tatum. I'm for Jalen. I'm just sick of hearing about it. I don't want to. How many conversations yeah. I've had about can they play together? I'm sick yeah. of it. It's the same situation with Marcus Smart. I like Marcus Smart. I think he's a good fit. I'm sick of his roller coaster that he brings because sometimes he plays really well. Sometimes he plays horrible and he me, flops all the time. It's just like I'm sick of it. <laughs> let me let me jump in on that whole and this will again. This is this, this is going to lead us into the, the the draft talk that we got coming up here in a second. The Tatum and um, and Brown discussion. These two guys, I, we need to we need to nip this in the bud. It's lazy discussion. These two guys can absolutely play together. Yeah, they, they went can. to a I finals. Agree. And they went to an Eastern Conference Finals, and they were, you know, Miami just and Miami beat them. They could they could have gone to two finals in a row. Like these guys can play together. It's the pieces around them that need not need, but that's that's where your that's where your focus should be. But you can get a lot. I mean that 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 that, that look around you know looking around them. The only person that's untouchable on Boston is Tatum. That's it. it. Tatum. Everybody yeah. else can go. So this this I have seen this a lot. It kind of blows my mind. Like sometimes I look at that stuff. I'm like, do you guys even watch like? Tatum and Brown ball they ball out together. And they they go deep in the playoffs when a lot of your favorites are sitting on the couch watching. So these mm-hmm. two guys can absolutely talk. You don't want as Boston, they're not in the top three, but you would you rather would you I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. Let's move over to the draft real quick. There's nobody else. I'm trying to there's a lot of other No, I'm not. I'm gonna stop real quick. Cool. Keep going. Zion, Zion Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of all the names that are are being linked right now of trades. I I'm gonna say this and 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 about about the Zion thing. I'm not a Zion guy. I think he's a freak athlete, phenomenal talent. I'm not writing this kid off at 22 years old. You know, I mean he's he's got face of the league talent. Like he's we've seen it, but the man's only played 110 games or something like that. He's not played many games, and he's been in the league for three years now. So that, I mean that is a massive concern. Bo Bear biscuits. We say it every week. Those things are good, love man. Them. Just love, love them. them. There's a lot of talk about trading Zion, and I think that 
you saw Charlotte. Charlotte came up this week that that Charlotte said we don't want Zion. We actually want we want we want um, um uh, yeah Bi Brandon Ingram. Um, I kept I kept thinking Brandon Miller. They, they want Bi, and I think I think that's such a I think that does kind of foreshadow that they're looking at a, a at a Miller type in the draft here. We'll get into that in a moment, but I'm not surprised that they don't want the headache of Zion. I don't think many teams want this headache. This kid's not done anything illegal, right? I need to say that. Like we let people crucify him. He likes porn stars. Like it is what it is, dude. Like do your thing. But this, this, it's, it's. There's so much drama behind Zion, and a lot of reports came out this week that he doesn't have any relationship with his teammates. He doesn't talk to the ownership. He doesn't have any relationship with the new New Orleans Pelicans. If I'm the Pelicans, get rid of this guy. You yeah, have a get good him. fresh team. start. What? Yeah, just let it. Yeah, wipe clean yourself of this because it's it's just been so dramatic. Ever since you got this guy, just let him go. Where are you at with that? Are you trading Zion? I'm not letting any, if I'm New Orleans, no one's touching Brandon Ingram. I love him. I think he's a great yeah, Brandon, Brandon Ingram's good. I do think that they might need to – they're at a point where they're going to have to make a decision on one of them, I believe. Yeah. Um, they don't have to do that right this second, obviously. But, I mean, everything going on with Zion, it's just like – and. Like you said, especially all the ports that came out, he doesn't have a relationship thing. And he pretty much has done nothing for that organization rather than nothing cost him a lot of money. Yeah. Like nothing. his upside. I mean, if he they end up trading him and he does become Zion, what everyone thinks, and wow, that's gonna be it's gonna suck. But like right now, get what you can for him, especially like especially if you can get one of these top three picks for him. Yeah. Definitely do that. Definitely 100%. do that. If if Victor Wimbanyama was not in this draft, Scoot. Yeah, I Miller, love this draft. They are gonna love this draft. They love they would draft. they would easily go one. It's not like it's not even a debate. These guys would easily be number one overall picks. Now, what does that mean at the end of the day? We've seen a lot of picks, you know, be bust, but there's legit talent here in this draft. Very so good, so good. good high end talent in the lottery, and we're gonna cover that here in a second. But I just think it's time, man. Move on from Zion. I don't I don't really care where you send them. I just it's just not needed. You you do it's with like with Jaw too. It's a little bit. It's significantly less with Jaw, but with Zion, it's, it's every conversation is off court. It's like we never talk yeah, exactly. about this guy, and I'd be tired of it. And if you, I think at the end of the day, he clearly does not want to be there. He, he you mm-hmm. can't not sign. You you brought it up a lot with Jalen Brown. You can't not sign that deal. Like that's generational yeah. wealth that mm-hmm. there's someone's offering you. Yep. You have to sign that deal. So I'm not people saying, well, he if he didn't want to be there, he wouldn't have signed the deal. No, he didn't. He signed the deal because likes money. Like fair yeah, enough. He likes money. He was not going to yeah. get that money anywhere else. No, nowhere. So like, and it's so easy in today's NBA. It's it so is. player driven. It's so easily like I oh, request trade. Like look at Brad <laughs> Bradley Beal. He literally <laughs> wrote the trade up for himself. Like yeah, he is. Granted, he had the no trade clause a little bit different, yeah. but it's like it's just yeah. that's what the players do now. That's why there's a new CBA. It's like the players want to dictate where they can go. Man, so it doesn't even P's matter. Contracts don't matter <laughs> at all. T- T's and P's to Washington Wizards fans, like the actual legit ones, because you just brought that up a great point. Last year, you signed Brad Beal. You're probably sitting there thinking, no trade clause, guys here for forever. We're going to get going. We're going to build. Year later, he's gone. Like it's such gone. a, it's like to your point, player driven league. He can, he can go anytime. So Zion wanted money. It, it, he clearly doesn't want to be there. Let this man go. New Orleans has a good team. But people don't talk. New Orleans has a, has a very yeah, good, they're good, fun team. Get one they of these young top. talent. They got young. some young players too. Young. So see if see if you can get one of these top six. I I, I don't think I think if you're trading Zion I, at the end of the day, he's 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 faced the league talent. I think you mm-hmm. need to go try to get at least the top four or five mm-hmm. picks. But that's if those one of those teams want him. You're obviously not getting number one. 
No. Uh, and we'll talk about that. We'll, let's, let's dive into that, that now. That the, is a situation for Portland, I think, where like if Zion can be Zion and they trade that third pick for Zion, agreed. that that's where Portland could be a contender if Zion can stay healthy. The thing is, asterisk. the hundred percent massive asterisk. The thing is, does Dame want to work with Zion? That's the thing. If you're if you're if you're selling to Dame, hey, we went and got Zion. He hasn't played. And Dame Dame's one of those guys that does not do load management. So like. He's very vocal about non-load management things, and you're you're giving him a guy. But you're spot on. Like that's one of those that he Zion obviously likes Portland. He works out there in the off season. He like <laughs> lives there in the off season. I think. Um, if I'm wrong about that, somebody correct me. Go to our Twitter at the Post Up Boys think, and let me know. I think he was doing rehab there last summer. I, I think, think that's he, the, that was the big thing. I think he was doing rehabilitation right? there. I think so. S- spends a lot of time. There was a video that came out of him like bigging up Portland at one point. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of reports about New York. Who really knows? But that, that is you're you're spot on. That's. Time to go. Time, let him out. Let, let, he doesn't want to be there. You guys are tired of it in New Orleans. Let this man go. Go get some stuff for him. If you can get a top five pick for mm-hmm. him, this draft is loaded. Loaded. Go get, go get a pick. Let's talk about the draft, Dylan. Before that. Go ahead. I did. I was listening to um, Locked on NBA had a very in-depth mock draft. And this is non-Zion, by the way. I'm talking about Zion, not the draft. But I okay. listened to it, and they were talking about I learned a lot of stuff. And one thing about – did you so the, apparently the Miami Heat is one of the most strict organizations, and they're like the only organization that does a body fat index check every Monday. Send Zion to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to do. They're yeah. they're gonna whip this man into shape. <laughs> That's what they need to do. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, send him send him down to a strict you know heat culture. Everybody heat talks culture about. exactly. Show him some send- heat culture. That's what send that's him, what Zion needs. Exactly. Send him down there because he does, man. It's one of those. This is probably not appropriate for the pod, but I, I think this is like where we're going with this kind of stuff is we don't, you know, we get these guys that are just, that are so secluded growing up and have no like real social interaction because they're in private schools or they're in a It's going to get worse, dude. COVID's going to get worse. It's going to, it's going to get way worse, man. Put your kid out there in the world. You got to get embarrassed sometimes. You got to, you got to get embarrassed. It's the way, it's the way you grow. I spend most of my life being embarrassed. That's right, dude. That's right. That's right. That's right. Dylan wore Superman underwear until he was 18 years old. Like it's all right. right. No regrets. regrets. I had Oreo bed sheets. (laughs) (laughs) That's an absolute fact. Again, I've known this man since fifth grade. He had Oreo bed sheets. It was Oreos on clouds. Until he was like 18 years old. Like, be embarrassed. It's all right, man. It's all right to get embarrassed a little bit. Let's talk about the draft. Let's talk about, you know, speaking of embarrassments, embarrassment is this 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 damn draft and the Pistons getting absolutely robbed from this. How people aren't it. talking about this. I can't stand this. I It blows my mind that no one's talking about this. Dylan knows me very well. I am not a conspiracy theorist in the slightest. But this is mind-blowing that San Antonio was just giving this guy. Everyone goes, oh, they're so – they do everything the right way and they're so lucky. Timmy Duncan – um, the Admiral, David Robinson. I don't know why I just forgot his name. And now Victor Wimbanyama, they've been handed these guys. Good on them. I mean, Victor is going number one, right? Absolutely. All right, we're not going to talk about that. All right, Victor's it clearly going number one. We all saw the way he celebrated in the, you know, in that um in that lottery thing when when it was San Antonio. He's pumped. Yeah. He was pumped because they are massive Spurs fans over in France because of all the French players they've had. Mm-hmm. Let's move on from let's move on, Victor. Congrats to San Antonio Spurs. You've got it comes every 20 years. You know, it's Victor's supposed to be the guy this year. LeBron was way back in 2002 or 2003. You know, Jordan was Four. in the 80s. Four. Four. All right. So, it comes every 20 years. Jordan in the 80s, LeBron in the 2000s, and now it's Victor in the 2020s. It's We'll see. It's it's uh, 
I've not. I'm not gonna sit and lie to you. I've not watched a minute of a French basketball game, so we'll see. You, that's weird. Why? That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on to the other two. The, the 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 big the big talking point that everybody is 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 who's next. And again, we said it a moment ago. If it wasn't if Victor Wimbanyama was not a thing, Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson would absolutely be going number one it'd be a big battle of who it would be intense like intense. it's not it's not often you don't know who the number one pick is and if victor wasn't in this it'd be like oh my god who's it going to be is it going to be one hundred super interesting 100 percent. and it, and if it, and if san antonio was was still picking number one it's still a it's still a topic yeah, because know. they yeah. they can use both of these guys yeah. so it really i'll start first because i you've got a, you've got a bit more i think you're a bit more passionate about it i love both I think both of these guys are so damn good. We're going to talk about who we think could be the biggest bust and who could, who's going to be outside of Victor, who's going to be the best player. Um, I, I I love. We'll get to that in a minute. But I love I love Scoot Henderson and I love Brandon Miller. I think these are two very talented guys. Brandon can get you a bucket at any point in time. Scoot absolutely can, but it, the three balls a bit is a bit concerning. At two, Dylan, Charlotte Hornets. Who are you picking? I so this is a tough one. I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, the one you weren't here. I think Charlotte is very uh, interesting team um, because they're the one of the ones who went full tank pretty early. So especially you don't know what's happening with um, Bridges when he comes back. Like what's he going to be? Yeah. Um, so they're a team to me that. They're only a couple pieces away because they were like Lamelo is a a very good basketball player, very good. Bridges is a very good basketball player, very good. Was. So very good. They're one of those teams that they started tanking so early, they might be pretty good when they're healthy and actually yeah. playing. So I yeah. think that I personally, and I think the difference between the biggest difference right now between Scoot and Brandon Miller, I think Brandon Miller is can make a difference on a team right now. I think he's almost plug and play. You put him on any team and he's making a difference. I think Scoot's upside is higher. Yeah. I think that if he can be what everyone's talking about, he's going to be, he's going to be phenomenal, yeah. but he also has a bigger bust potential. I don't think there's a chance. I think uh, regardless of what happens, Brandon Miller is going to have a place on any, any NBA team. He's going to be there. Agreed. Scoot being six, two and right yeah. now doesn't have a jump shot. There's yeah. no guarantee that he will be. Yeah. So his bust potential is higher. But I just don't – I don't think – I think you go – if I'm Charlotte, I'm going Scoot because – You're going Scoot? I'm going Scoot. After all that, you're going Scoot? After all that, I'm going Scoot. All right. And that's – and the reason why I say that is that I do think that Scoot, he's going to – in the long run will be better and he's going to be an actual like perennial all-star. I think there's a very good chance of that happening. And I think Brandon Miller has a smaller chance of being that good but he has a better chance of being like Scoot's not going to be a role player. He's either going to be phenomenal or a bust, I think. And I, I think agree. Brandon Miller, like his floor is significantly higher than what, if that makes any sense. I think, I think the worst Brandon Miller will ever be is RJ Barrett. Does that make exactly. sense? Yeah. Like I exactly. just, and RJ Barrett will always have a job in the NBA. I, I love a, Scoot a better shooting one. Cause like he's 100%, already proven hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Like I don't, I, this is no knock on either one of these guys. I'm stunned. I am a bit stunned. You're going scoot. I, th- I thought after all that, you go on Brandon Miller. I don't I think, think good. I, I just, I don't think that I think what you do is you take the best player available. And I think scoot is the best player. I think that obviously LaMelo is great, 
And it's going to be interesting to see Scoot off ball. But Lamelo was a 40% three-point shooter last year. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. so he can shoot and he can play off ball. And I think that you just get – I think if you're Charlotte, you're in, especially with them getting with Michael Jordan leaving their new place. It's like let's just get as many great players as we can. And we'll figure out what to do with them later. That's that's yeah. my mindset, and I think Scoot is going to be. He's got that dog in him too. Like he does when he he's went off. Up. He scored 28 against Victor Wimbledon. Yeah. he was like, he's oh, you up. think you're the best player in the draft? Nah, bro, that's yeah. me. And he gave he did it to him. He did. Yeah. And so I think he's a good free throw shooter, which like that usually translates over to being a good three point shooter. Most of the time. Yep. So it's like you think that he will get that shot. There's not many players who don't develop that shot, you know? So yeah, yeah. especially in today's NBA, the coaching's so much good so much better, so much gooder. Wow, that's good English. There you go. Um grammar. Yeah, the best. Um, Alex so, Alex's dad will be so disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. Sorry, Bobby Disease. Yeah. But I think Charlotte goes scoot. And I think it's gonna be interesting to watch and see what they end up doing in the years to come. But I do think that's they go scoot. So I've I've got uh, I I I like everything that Dylan just said. I, at the end of the day, it's all about opinion. It's all that's all it is 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 who is, is it's it's either fit or best player available. Like that's mm-hmm. those are the two routes you're going to go down. For me, I'm going down fit, and the reason I'm going down fit, I'm going Brandon Miller. The reason I'm going down fit is because <clears throat> you're spot on that that Scoot is a great free throw shooter, and he, his game is getting to the basket. So he gets fouls. So he he can he can make up for that bad three point shot by getting those three point plays. But with Brandon Miller and what you said about my team for next year to watch that I think is going to be like the biggest jump of a team is Charlotte because I think they realized they were in a bad spot early. Lamelo's injury, Bridges being out, that they started tanking very early mm-hmm. in the season, and I think they actually do have a. Not a title contending roster, but they have a playoff contending. Play in, yeah, they're they're yeah. gonna be a mix in the play in. I think hundred percent. If they could stay healthy, hundred percent. I I I think they're the bottom end of the Eastern Conference right now. But if if Toronto Toronto's getting blown up, you know, I yeah, I, I, I I think I think that I think that that Charlotte could absolutely jump into that seven eight area right there. I I think they're that good. I, and, and the lowest is you know they'll be in the play, they'll be in the lower play in teams. But I think Charlotte could be a very good team next year. And with that. Go get a bucket. Go get Brandon Miller. I like Brandon Miller, man. I, I think he is a, like you said, I don't think he'll ever not have a job in the NBA. I think he'll always be there unless his his mindset's not good and just doesn't want to. But mm-hmm. skill-wise, he'll always be there. Scoot is, if Victor wasn't here, I think that the next highest player with the the next player with the highest ceiling is Scoot, and it's mm-hmm. not even cl- like the, the mm-hmm. ceilings for Ceiling everybody wise, yeah, is not comparable. Scoot is the guy; he's so good, but he is man; he's the biggest bust potential with that. And like that for me is why if I'm Charlotte, give me Brandon Miller. Let's run it out next year. They're going to be a, Charlotte will be a certified bucket next season. They. Take their over because they are in, in terms of points scored because they are going to be so much fun to watch, man. Go moving on, Portland. Hold on. I got, I got, I got something for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. If I'm Charlotte, looking at Scoot and you, you, you and I talked about this earlier and how Scoot would be such a good fit in Houston. Mm-hmm. Let's trade back to the fourth pick. You know, yeah, that that because yeah. yeah. you can get throw yeah. um, uh, which Amon Thompson at yeah. four fit that in with Charlotte. That's a good fit right there. Agreed. Getting a good two guard right there. I think that that's what I'd do. If I'm Charlotte, I'm calling up Houston. Hey, what do you think? Yep. Give me some give me something good for mm-hmm. the number two that you have, Adam. I think I think Scoot's best fit 
And in terms of fit overall, I think his best fit is down in in Houston. I I, I don't think I don't think Portland's it. I don't think Charlotte's it. He'll be very good at those teams, but I think his best fit out of the top there is is all the way at four at, at Houston. I think I think that's something that if Houston could do, your boy Eme might be looking at that. But that's I think we'd see the best of Scoot playing along those boys down in Houston. And again, you're gonna get a guy in Eme Adoka who's a very good head coach. That 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 very uh, good head coach. That um, miss that man. I'm really I really I miss him. That you do that that culture in Houston's about to change big time. Uh, let's move on to to Portland. They're, they they got number three. Uh, for me, I don't think that I just said it. I think and if you if you've been following along our Twitter, we've been posting up um, potential P- pun picks. intended. Yeah, exactly. Was, yeah, we've been posting up potential picks. Go to our Twitter at the Post Up Boys. We put up day four, four days before the draft. We went backwards. Stay with us. Go read through it. It's a lot of interesting talking points. Get involved with us over there. I had Scoot dropping down to four only because of fit here. I think that's the best spot for him. If I'm Portland though at three, it's 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 trading Damian Lillard. It's keeping this pick, and it's 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 getting. A very good – I like – I love Jairus Walker. I think this guy is one of those that you're going to come in, immediately plug and play, get going. We're not going to run down each and every single pick because we'll be here for hours and hours and hours. We're not going to make this a two-hour-long show. But I, I, I'm I, looking at that Portland one right there. If 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 would you if you're Portland, right, which one – let's just say Portland's picking two. Would you rather have Scoot or Brandon Miller? Because I don't think Scoot or Brandon fall out of the top two. I mean, top three, yeah. you know what I mean? I, so you say that Scoot's best fit is Houston. I think Brandon Miller's best fit is Portland. I think if I'm Portland I and I like, I would almost take Brandon Miller over Pascal Siakam, you know, like yeah. if I'm Portland, that like that to me, cause like I said, like he's going to translate, he's going to be good. He's going to have a place in this league in years to come. Yep. And he's a perfect fit with Dame. Perfect fit with Dame. Yes. If Dame was five years younger, this would be like, wow, this is going to be the future we're watching this. But he happens to be 33, 34, where then that, I could see why he doesn't want to wait on a 19-year-old to get you know what's sad? to his prime. You know what's sad is is when 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 Portland were at their, <clears throat> at their like, I, I don't want to say best, but you know what I mean, with with Dame and CJ McCollum, Brandon Miller is the guy that they needed. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Absolutely. Like, back, like, like if this had happened, like you just said, like a couple years ago, like mm-hmm. Brandon Miller was the guy that that Portland needed all those years back when they were running Dame and, and CJ McCollum out there. I think I think Brandon's best fit easily is Portland. I just can't and if he falls there to Portland, you take him and that's when you say goodbye to Dame. I, again, we've talked about it at, 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 at to every extent we possibly can. Pascal Siakam and Damian Lillard in the West is not winning you a title. It's just not doing it. I it, I would love to be proven wrong because I love Damian Lillard. I think he's a dog. But it's just not – Dame said it a bunch. He doesn't want to rebuild. So if if I'm Portland, I'm keeping that pick. I'm making a draft. You know, I'm, I'm choosing – you can send Dame and Anthony Simons out. Then you've got either Scoot and Shaden Sharp, which is a – that's a fun backcourt right there. And Or you've got yeah, Brandon good. Miller. Or you got – yeah, exactly. Or you keep Anthony. You got Sharp. You got Brandon Miller. You got a lot of stuff that you could work with there. That's a That, that could be a very fun team, man, this, this, this Portland team. We've got – Houston at four, Detroit at five. I want Cam Whitmore. It's a couple guys I want. I want Cam. I want Jairus Walker. Um, I want Taylor Hendricks. I, li- I like these guys. Cam Whitmore for me, <clears throat> I think he is 
I don't. This is gonna sound disrespectful. I think his not his ceiling is mellow, but he he's he's a scorer like Mello was. He just that's that's really all he does. He doesn't doesn't he doesn't pass very well. Doesn't play very good. He plays he plays good defense, but team defense is his thing. I just think he's a bucket getter, and that's exactly what the Pistons need. At six, who's at six? Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, Orlando's at six. At six. Who's seven? Pacers. <clears throat> Pacers. Who do you? Who do you like, Dylan? I'm going to leave you the floor now. I'm not, like I said, we're not going to run through each and every single pick. We've done that on our Twitter. Go check us out on Twitter at the Post Up Boys. Who do you like in this lottery? Who, who, who are? Give me a couple guys that you really like that stand out to you, and I'll give you a couple of mine. So I really like. I like the twins. I like both of them a lot. I think they both have one thing I like about them is they're both very good on the defensive side. So I think that's good. I think they, they have a lot of room to grow, but I think that they're they're both, especially Amon, obviously he's the one who's more pro-ready right now, but I mean, his brother's not far behind him. Um, so I think that, I think they're both combo guard. I think Amon was more of a point guard. Um, then Correct. I don't know, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure how to say his brother's name. Asar. 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 That's yeah. a crazy name. Yeah. Um, so I think his, with his being a potential um Playmaker, I like where he's going to be. I said I think he would be great in Charlotte. Obviously, they're not going to draft him at two, but you could trade back. That would be good because he's just that overall. I think almost like a Jamal Murray type. You know, he's yeah. going to be able yeah. to score. And I mean, Jamal Murray averaged ten assists in the finals, so it's like he he's going to he can distribute if he needs to too, which is awesome. My one of my favorite picks in this, and this is late lottery. Um, you put it on the thing we've talked about it is Nick Smith out of um, Arkansas. I think he got hit with injuries early. He was supposed to be, I think he was the number one recruit out of high school. Mm-hmm. So this is like not a nobody name. Like I was talking to Dolan and Dolan was like, I'm not even sure who that is. And, and I was like, he was the number one recruit out of high school. Him and uh, Lively were one and two, I believe. And I think Nick Smith, because I don't know if you watched a lot of Arkansas basketball, but they had very, very good guard depth. And I believe that because he was plagued with injury early on, the other guys ended up, I mean, who's it? Anthony Black was one. So I think yep. like Anthony Black ended up being like just coming out. So it's like he was taking a backseat to him and he had some shining moments and he just never kind of got in the mix at all. I think Nick Smith is going to be a steal, whoever gets him. And I think he's going to be a great basket. You, I think you put him in the mock draft. I think you had uh, Oklahoma City taking him. Yeah, I got um, I had OKC taking him. It's it's projected that he might fall out of the lottery, but we've got mm-hmm. him very much in the lottery, and whoever takes him is is absolutely getting a steal. Yeah, I I like I like I said I can't say enough about him. I think I think it's almost like a Kyrie situation. You know, Kyrie I think played four games in college mm-hmm. um, because he was dealing with injury, and then obviously he was still number one overall pick, so it's not a fair comparison. But um, he didn't have any career in college basketball. And I think Nick Smith is going to be similar to that because he can score at all three levels. He's good size. He's six, five, um, good athleticism. He's, he's going to be a dog. He's going to be very good in the NBA. And I'm willing to bet all of Michael's money on that. He will be <laughs> very good. <laughs> so you like, you like, you like those guys. I'll give you a couple that I like. I love yeah. Jairus Walker. Yeah. I, obviously I told you guys, I want Cam, I want Detroit to, to draft Cam Whitmore. I don't want this trading back nonsense. I mean, we, we should have had the number one overall pick. I don't want to lose. Trade up. Pick. Yeah, trade, exactly. Trade up, get Scoot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't, I don't want Scoot either. The Thompson, <laughs> Thompson twins are very good. The fit doesn't make any sense to me in Detroit. 
Um, I know there's a, there's a certain couple guys out there pulling for a Sar Thompson to go to Detroit. Makes negative, quite literal negative sense to me. But at the end of the day, we have, you and I have talked about this a bunch. I, I want whoever Troy and Monty Williams want. If they think it's going to fit with guys that I don't like, then I'm I'm so on board because I'm just I'm I'm riding an absolute high right now. But I love Jarris Walker, guys that I like. I love Jarris Walker out of Houston. I think this guy is a is an absolute stud. I think Zach Randolph. I think he's I, he's he's a guy that comes in plays very good defense and he can get you a bucket. And I like I like the fact that he went to Houston. He could have gone to Duke or anywhere. I just I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of this Jarris Walker guy, man. I, I think he for me I'll, I'll say it for me this is the guy that is with Brandon Miller that is always going to have with mindset let's you know we're not, let's make sure they don't mm-hmm. go down the John Morant and Zion Williams you know Zion Williamson thing but with with a, with a good mindset these guys will always be in the league they will always be a a, a spot for them i think Jarris Walker is a, is a, is an absolute stud i really like Anthony Black i watched a I lot like of video too. on this guy i think Anthony Black is probably the smartest guy in this draft point guard too um, I just think it's a very good – if Orlando gets him, I, I, it's a name that's not being like talked about a lot, and I think – I don't think people get a lot of respect, but Anthony Black is a, is a very good player. And I, I had uh, I had Orlando taking Amin Thompson, which, again, that'll be very good for them. But if Orlando realistic, if they get Anthony Black and Grady Dick, what a name. If they get yeah, both of those right. guys, like that is exact. Grady Dick should absolutely go to Orlando. There's no better fit in this draft than Grady Dick to Orlando. Floor spacing, best shooter in the draft. I, that's that's mm-hmm. another one I like. Grady. It's it's funny looking at this because I think Dylan, you, you speak you speak for you, but this this has been this is the first time in a long while that I felt a lot of these guys in the lottery are are very good. Like this is a stacked lottery. Keontae yeah. George is yeah. looking like one that's going to fall out, but I'm a big fan of Keontae big George. Fan, what what do you think about this year's like fourteen picks, man? One of them's going to be bad. One of them, is yeah. Going there's got to be some. I honestly, I think that it's almost like not fair to say because this is the in the last three to four years this is probably the draft I paid the most attention to. Yeah, the last three to four years, and this is to me the best draft that I can recall at least going into. Yeah. You know, it's just like there's so much talent here. And I'd really like some people's feedback on that one. Who's really been doing a lot of research in there and yeah. where this ranks among our recent, obviously. The best draft of our generation is LeBron, Melo, D Wade, yeah, yeah. Bosch draft. Like, so, but I really, and sorry, didn't mean Darko, didn't mean to disrespect yeah, you. Yeah, 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 watch him. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and I'm interested to think where going into it before this draft happens and we see these players in NBA jerseys, where this ranks over under at least the last yeah. like five or six drafts. Because yeah. to me, it's got to be the best. But I'd like other people's feedback on that one who's, Obviously, been paying more attention than I have. Yeah, let us know on our on our on, on the Twitter at the Post Up Boys. Go go find us. Let us know because I I I've struggled with. Am I just excited because I'm stoked to do this podcast with you and Dolan every single week, and that's why I'm just getting more into it? Or is this actually a stacked, like mm-hmm. stacked draft? This draft has so many guys that in the, especially in the lottery that are so good. Give me give me who do you think out of all these guys that we've just talked about? Who do you think is the biggest outside of Victor? This is all outside of Victor. Who's got the highest who, – who do you think is going to be the best player after Victor? That's a good question, Michael. Um, I think that Scoot will be the best player. Obviously, we got to put an asterisk on Victor because he is Victor. He's Wimby. But I think Scoot, Scoot will be, and I think that's why he's going to go second personally. It's hard. It's hard to not say Scoot 
I also think it's Scoot, but I don't think um, – I, I, like I said, I also believe it's going to be Scoot Henderson is going to be the next best player in the draft. I, I pay attention to Amin Thompson, man. If he be, if he develops a, a three-point shot or a good jump shot, like this guy is going to be scary good because – Oh, yeah. He's a dog. I mean, that guy is a dog. It's fun. You know, it'd be awesome if, like, when they when they got drafted, if the Twins, if they if like Amin got drafted like fourth to Houston, if Asar went up, we, nobody would know. We would never know if if, yeah, if no, one of the, how hilarious would they that were be? talking. The podcast I was to was talking about that yeah. with uh, Keegan Murray's brother. His twin yeah. is, getting, yeah. is in the draft, and he's projected yeah. to go late first round. So the Kings draft him, and how confusing it would be on defense. Because <laughs> yeah. like, which yeah. one you got? Because they look the exact same. Yeah, one exactly. of them's left-handed. That's like the main difference. But that's just yeah, yeah, yeah. super yeah. funny. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think I think Armin Thompson's another one, man. Keep an eye out for because this guy's this guy's dog. His brother's very good too. There's a lot of again, man. So many, so many very good. Taylor Hendricks is another one of these guys that the, the there's there's so many guys in the lottery that their floor is an NBA player. Like their floor mm-hmm. is a, is a is a is a very good role player. Taylor Hendricks could be a three and D kind of guy, man. Like he's mm-hmm. his, but his ceiling could be significantly more than that. It's a lot. Of, it's just a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff, man. Draft coming up this Thursday. Tune in next week because the boys. Three man booth will be back. We'll be covering that entire draft. Running. That's going to be a fun one. I'm very excited to see. Stoked, stoked. It's not going to be better than this episode because this episode's the best one we've ever done. But that next week's episode is going to be very, very good. Last, last things on the draft. What do you got for me? Anything? So I wanted. uh, I think we should touch on potential bust. Who's the biggest bust? It's hard. It's it is hard. And I, again, it's like I, I mentioned a little bit ago. I think that. Um, Scoot has potential of being a bust, but I just don't think he's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I think that, and I'm not saying this just to slight you, Michael, um, even though it kind of sounds like it, but I think Cam Whitmore might not be as good as what people think. And this is, um, and this might be like being kind of critical, but I, I see, to me, he's one of those players that's just pretty good at the, a lot of stuff and not crazy dominant. Um, and I think that it kind of almost reminds me of Anthony Bennett type where it's just like, I don't know if he will pan oh. out because, oh. yeah. <laughs> and I'm not oh. going to, I'm not going to bet any of your money that he's going to be a bust. I wouldn't do that to you. But, um, that if I had to pick someone that I think it's so hard, cause we just talk about how much talent is, but someone's not going to be good. Like this, they're yeah, not all going to be good. So it's yep. like, if I had to pick one, he's the one who I think I like. And also Villanova was not good this year, you know? No. So it's just. Is that is that Jay Wright leaving? Is that you know, there's a lot of things there. Mm-hmm. I, I I'll, I'll give you a surprise. Outside, we talked about it earlier. I that we thought that Scoot has the biggest boom or bust potential, and I, I believe it's Scoot. But I, I, to be fun and be a part of the conversation, it is Cam Whitmore for me, and it's in your yeah. spot on. There's nothing. I love his upside, and it's pure upside. And I think the Pistons are in a point where we can take pure upside. And I, I think that I think that you're you're spot on when you said he does a lot of good things. But I don't think his ceiling is ever a – he's never going to dominate at one thing. I don't think he's ever going to be all-star potential. And if he is, that is his that is his absolute ceiling right there. I think right now he's a, the best fit in in Detroit of what we what we need exactly. He's a good defender, good team defender, uh, and he can, he can shoot lights out. Can't get his own shot, can't pass. And Monty Williams will be looking for a guy who's quick ball movement. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like Jairus Walker. And, you know, that's, that's, that's a whole other conversation about the Pistons stuff. That's why I like Jairus Walker. I think he's just a, a pro ready to go. But Cam Whitmore, for me, is the biggest 
outside of the top, outside of Scoot, is is for me the biggest boomer bust guy. I think he'd come in and be a great offensive player, but he could also come in and be. We keep saying it. One of these guys, a couple of these guys, is are going to be bad. Some of them mm-hmm. are going to be bad. You don't ever see fourteen all stars at a one draft, so someone's not going to be good. Okay, you're going to get uh, Johnny Flynn, right? Like you're gonna. Yeah. It's just going to yeah. happen, and it could be Cam Whitmore. I love the upside here, and if the upside reaches what it could be. With this Detroit team, that fit is phenomenal. So that, that's where I'm at. Let me ask you, you being uh, a Pistons fan, do you think Pistons should or, are, I guess, will draft for fit or best player available? It's a good one, man. I, 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 you know, I was very upset about – I watched that whole hour-long Monty Williams press conference introductory. Not a single one of these reporters asked him any of those kind of questions. It was a lot of how would you get – I don't care how Monty got there. I want to know. I do, but we could write about that. He's I want to know. There. Yeah, he's yeah, already exactly. there. Why does it why, matter? Why would nobody ask? Hey, this uh, you got a draft coming up. Like, at least ask him or Troy. Like, what do you think? Like, no one asked this guy anything. So I'm. I don't know. I it's 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 weird because it's Monty's first time in Detroit. This is Troy Weaver. I think that Troy Weaver has proven to be a v- very good at drafting. I mean, what he I did to get Jalen Duran. That's mm-hmm. why I'm saying. That's why I said at the beginning of this. I, I want whoever they want. I think that they will go with best fit because I do think the the only thing that I took out of that Monty Williams press conference, uh, one, he came for the money, and two, he they Troy Weaver believes that we're a play in team, and I I don't know how I I I, I would love that I don't know how I'm um, that's that's very that is very very you know forward thinking right there I think they're gonna draft for best fit to get us uh, get us moving. Because I think they think that we're ready to go. And I think a lot of that is going to be dependent on Cade, Jaden, Isaiah Stewart, and and this who whatever we do with this pick, whether it be trading out, or we go get somebody, I think a, a lot of it's going to do with those those four guys. The center the center spot's going to be a rotation all year long. So I, I would I'm not against trading bogey and trying to get another pick here because I think this I think this draft is loaded. Um, but I think we're going to go for best fit available. But what, like I said, whatever Casey and Monty want to do, way on board. Anything else you got for the draft? Yeah. Um, I'm just like, you just mentioned center position. Besides Victor, is there any centers in this first round? <laughs> no, that uh, Duke kid. Um, oh, yeah, Lively. Yeah. Yeah, Lively. Sorry, Other than that, lively. yeah, not, yeah, not really. Um, they got yeah. a lot of, a lot of, what everybody says all the time, we need a three and D guy. A lot of the three and D guys floors three and D in this draft. So mm-hmm, go get him. This is your chance right here to go get him. But no, there's not. It's a weird one. That center spot. It, there's it's not many sp- true point guards either. They're all no. combo guards. We're 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 finding out. I mean, Dylan and I have been. You know, Dylan and I are thirty. So we are we're seeing the 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 change in the NBA is pretty wild. Going from these big massive centers to what a center is now in Victor mm-hmm. Wembanyama. This ball yeah, handling. True. Crazy. Seven three guy, yeah, absolutely insane. Anything else before we move on? On the draft, yep. Nope, I can't think of anything. Cannot wait for Thursday. Be sure to tune in next week, three man booth. We are going to cover everything from the draft. Possibly give out some grades there. Uh, that probably like gonna, a six hour episode, but that prepared. one might that one might be long, honestly, because we got a lot to say. Because that one's. Dolan used to be a because Dolan was a fan of tanking like that. Don't forget this. Don't everything he gets he deserves because that's what they wanted. So for years and years and years, this was Dolan's Super Bowl tuning in for the draft and doing pre-draft stuff. 
Dylan was like this as well when the when the Celtics were stockpiling picks all those years ago, and now the Pistons have been here. So we are certified professionals. Pistons have been shit for 11 years. We are certified professionals at this stuff. So tune in next week for that. That draft uh, coverage is going to be absolutely electric. Before we move on, I want to ask you Celtics conversation. What are you doing this offseason, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? If your world, you can do whatever you want. What are you doing? Perfect world. Oh, man. That's so hard. The you running part, it back or you trading them out? I'm I'm running it back. The the part of me that's sick of having this conversation um wants me to potentially just kind of almost restart and trade Jalen and see what we can get. Um I mean I mentioned that Brandon Miller trade. Like to me, that's awesome. It's I think it helps with the new CBA. You clear out so much space. Like you, you don't even have that second paid star yet because you got your potential future is on a rookie deal. So to me, that just makes so much sense, especially with the new CBA. But at just looking at it, you get significantly worse losing Jalen and gaining a rookie. So it's like, that's not yeah. smart, but, um, I, I, you got to sign him. I think that's, um, I don't think you're better without him. Like it's easy to like grass isn't always greener type deal. You know, it's it like, ain't. it ain't. They, so I think you're going to have to sign him. Jalen's not going to say no to $50 million a year or he's an idiot. Or he's an idiot, absolutely. Um, especially like how we just talked about, like you can players can dictate where they go now. It's like it's not to the level it used to be a few years ago when Chris Paul couldn't get traded to the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think that um, they'll they'll sign him back. I do think they're going to make like I think Grant Williams is gone. As much as I don't want him to leave, I think he's gone just because of the new CBA. I think if it wasn't for the new CBA, they would run it back with pretty much the exact same roster, except with a healthy Danilo Gallinari. I think that would be what they would be doing. They would probably trade Peyton Pritchard to yeah. do him a favor to give him some playing time. But if it wasn't for the new CBA, I think they're forced to clear some space to set up for that. Um, and I think it'll be Malcolm Brogdon because he just won six million a year. He's got high value. Who would yeah. you rather have, Marcus Smart or Malcolm Brogdon? I'd rather have, I'd rather have Malcolm Brogdon. But is Malcolm Brogdon a starter? Yeah, he is. I think the the asterisk on Brogdon is his health. He's the only reason why it's like maybe you can't get before him. And I think that's one of the reasons because he was healthy. Like Eastern Conference Finals when they needed him. Do you think Mike? Mike, when I asked that question, Malcolm Brogdon is absolutely starter potential quality. Absolutely, absolutely. But is his is are you getting more value from Brogdon when he comes off the bench? Yes, I love I loved his role. He was instant offense. But the yeah. weird thing about his role is that. He never closed games, and he yeah. did not play well with Tatum and Jalen on the court. Yeah. Like yeah. he was ball dominant, and that was like almost his role. Is like, hey, when you're in the game, we want you to get your shot. Like that's what you like. Yeah. He he played significantly less minutes he has in the past, but his usage rate was so much higher. But with yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that he got hurt in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think they would possibly keep him. But it's like with someone who has such a bad history of not staying healthy already, I think that. Now you can get something for him, and I think what they're going to do, and I've been looking and looking at rosters trying to figure out who would be a good fit, and I'm not sure. But I've I've said the name Jeremy Grant multiple times. I'm not saying him, but a player like that, a stretch four where you can – a fairly younger one where he can come off the bench or start because Al Horford is obviously aging out. I want Horford to come off the bench personally, but I don't know what they're going to do. But I think that with Grant walking, you trade Brogdon and get a potential – stretch for type i can like i said i've looked i haven't really really looked um but there's got to be a stretch for i thought about john collins i think his value is low right now so i think maybe malcolm brogdon in a first round pick you might be able to 
and a sign and trade with Grant Williams or something like that because the Hawks have been looking into Grant. So I think yeah. that's a potential option there to get John Collins. But still, yeah. his contract's strong too. So it's like I don't know if that yeah. makes sense either. So there's a lot of places they can go, but I do think they will end up trading Brogdon. You nervous this offseason? No, I think that the Celtics are going to be in a good spot next year. I think the biggest thing, we haven't talked about this at all, but Charles Lee and Sam Cassell getting hired for assistant coach for the Celtics was massive. I could literally talk about the Celtics all day, and this is not a Celtics podcast, so I'm going to try to kind of pump the it's, brakes a bit. But it's, I think, abs- it's absolutely not. Did, did I, I, that's definitely, that, that Cassell comp is an interesting one. I, I'll save that one for, for another day. I think the reason I asked that, the reason I opened that door is because I think out of all the, Maybe not all of them, but for right now that I can think of, out of all the playoff teams this past year, I think Boston had the most interesting offseason. I agree. Because what what is going to happen there? Because they you could be looking at a spot where Boston does not walk into next year better. And it's not that they're going to be worse, but they're not better while everybody else has gotten significantly better. And I, I, I'm wondering about Boston, man. I'm wondering what's going to go on there with, with Tatum and Brown. So, again, I said it earlier, this whole Tatum and Brown absolutely can play together. They made it to a, a, a NBA Finals and Eastern Conference Finals. Cut that shit out! Like they, these guys can play together. Yeah, they they play together. I agree. All right, let's move. Uh, let's move on. We'll, we'll finish this off with a bit. Uh, you good? I'm good, dude. All I right. mean, I could talk Celtics another five hours, but I'm going to save all that pain you. for another I, day. I, I know you could. Let's let's go this or that. This one's uh, given to us by our good friend Dolan, who is chilling on vacation. Hope you're having a good time, dude. This is the very first one of our this or that for this week. All right, so today's trade kind of triggers something in my head for today's this or that. It's more from a team perspective. Would you rather have one superstar and great depth, two superstars and good depth, or three superstars with no depth? Uh, I think we see it all the time that role players, we just saw it with this Denver team. That role players, yeah, I was about to say. Yep. yeah, these role players when they they it is a star driven league and the stars get you to the finals and stars can take over and win you a finals absolutely. Uh, I want to keep depth. I don't know the answer to that question. I want to keep as much depth as possible. Give me two guys with good depth, and I you just saw it with Denver. I you think did. you can yeah, win. Absolutely. It's very and, much a and look at the flip side with the Heat. Their role players didn't do anything, and that's exactly. why neither did their stars. Bam played well, but it's like- exactly, exactly. So give me give me two star players in good depth. I don't think one star player in good depth will get you anything, uh, unless you're Dirk or Kawhi. Uh, exactly, <laughs> and you're looking at, like you're quite literally looking at that with Damian Lillard. I don't think one star player in depth uh, gets you anywhere. I think two star players in good depth, man, can get you somewhere. So that's that's the answer to that question for me. What do you think, Dylan? Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. I think we've seen it time and time again. Like you need to have the depth. I, yeah. I'm I don't see how the Suns are going to work without an actual point guard. Like none of them are LeBron James. LeBron James is a point guard, but he could he runs offenses better than as good as anybody in the league. Like none of them are LeBron. So I just like I don't see how they're going to do it. And I think it just comes back to like you you need to have those role player that depth, and you don't have to have eight or nine guys deep, you know, but you got to have a legitimate starting five where you have those other guys besides the stars that can come out and win your games. I think back to when Grant Williams scored 27 points and hit seven threes in game seven against the Milwaukee Bucks, Bucks last year to attend these comments finals. So it's like, you got to have those players that can do that. You got to have the Jason Terry's that can do that. You know, the Fred Van Fleet bought out before he was, when he was a role player in the finals, you know, you got to have those role players that can really push like the stars will get you there, but 
but you got to have the role players to win it all, you know? Yeah. And they have to buy into the team mentality and everything. You saw yeah. that with Golden State last year against Boston. Yeah, it's, it's, a not, good one. it's not, it's not, it's not a, you know, you saw, you know, not Jordan Poole and all them. Um, but you're looking at like Gary Payton and, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like these guys, these guys played very well. Are they going to play throughout the entire year? No, they're not going to play very well throughout the entire year. But you need those kind of guys that are ready to go, good team guys, and when when the finals and the playoffs come around. Uh, let me ask you a question: when it, when it's all said and done, let's say that Kevin Durant's career, because I think Kevin Durant's the biggest potential loser in this whole thing with with Bradley mm-hmm. Beal. I agree with that because his his uh, nobody will look at Bradley Beal and think anything differently. Nobody will look at Devin Booker. They'll, they'll, there'll be some questions brought up of Devin, but not a whole bunch, depending on his role. But I think this I think this will be time for questions to come up about KD. Let's say he let's say that KD retires in three years and the Suns don't get to the NBA Finals. Who do you think has a who do you think's career gets looked at fond like better? Mellows or KD? And KD got a, two rings with mm-hmm. with Golden State. Mm-hmm. Who do you think who do you think gets looked at better? Because I think Mello gets significantly more criticism than KD. And I have absolutely no idea why. Because KD a hundred percent deserves something here. I think I still think that I think they're different in the way that I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. KD is not a team player. And I don't want I don't mean that it's disrespectful. You know, it's like he comes out and he yeah. does make his teammates better with how yeah. good he is. But he made it very clear he's not loyal to anybody but himself. He's proved that time and time again. He just wants to win, but that can be contagious. Like obviously everyone on the team you want to win with too. But he does not care who you are. And if you if you're not gonna bring him what he wants, then he's obviously doesn't care. You know, he's out. I mean, he I don't want to say he's a snake because that's just so much negativity on it. But I mean, I don't really know how to put it, you know? Yeah. And I think Mello is different in a way where like, I think Mello tried to win and he almost tried to do that, but he Mello wanted his team. He wanted to make sure it was his team. He, except for when he tailed off towards the end, but it's like when he went to New York, that was his team, you know, he was in Denver. That wasn't his team since, I mean, this is a debate, but to me it was Steph's team. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously, it was KD's team in, Thund- in OKC, but we saw what happened there. Yeah, you could say that Brooklyn was his team, but I mean, it's like that, that didn't work out, so it doesn't matter, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yeah. this is Devin Booker's team, if you ask me. In Phoenix, I'm not saying Devin Booker's the best player, but I think He's he not- is. Exactly, it's his team. You know, spot on. Yeah, spot on. I, I think I don't think there. I don't think it should ever be a debate in Golden State whose team it was. It's Steph Curry's team. Absolutely. I, 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 Absolutely. I, I don't. I see that on on Twitter though. Like that's like what it was going on. Like that is such a wild. Thing. This was Steph Curry's team at all times. I think it was it, it was Kevin's team in OKC and it was Kevin's team in Brooklyn. And now that there's a debate between him and Booker. I think it's Booker's team as well. But I, I think I think Kevin Durant, man, this is it's an interesting. Let us know, man. Let it. Let us know. Go to our Twitter. Let us know what you think about this whole everything we've talked about today. But. At the end, when it's all said and done, if, if Phoenix do nothing here, where where is KD going to lie in this whole NBA world? And he might not give a shit. He might not pay attention. He might move on and do his own thing. Good on him. But such a talent should have had multiple, has multiple, should have had multiple in a different way. So, Yeah, I agree. I, so I've got? got a couple here. I'm saving some because I think I like some of them a lot, and I'm going to save the ones I like for when we have full squad back. Give, give me one. We're at an hour and ten. Give me one. I'm going to give you one. I was trying, I've been trying to find comparable players like that are our generation, but we have two generations. You know, we got like the late 2000s, like the 2010s, and then now. So I've been trying to find like some similar players we could critique. 
and one that I found across that I think we, you and I both um, have a lot of exposure to is, would you rather have prime Blake Griffin, prime, prime Amari Stoudemire? Ah, uh, that's a good one, dude. I, uh, I think because of the piston fan, and it, you know, it's funny too, is that like, if for those of you that a little bit of you know behind the curtain thing right here, uh, when Dylan was a very young lad, very young, Dylan was a big time Suns big fan. Suns fan. Before we knew team allegiances, we were talking young, young. Like we, Dylan was a big time Suns fan with that Stoudemire. When I met Dylan, you know, fifth grade, it was the Stoudemire and uh, Steve Nash whole thing. But I don't think it was that at that time. But later on in life, Dylan became a very massive. Stoudemire and Steve Nash guy and I I did not like Blake Griffin on the Clippers and I fell in love with Blake Griffin in Detroit and I think he gets a lot of unnecessary hate um I sometimes impart that unnecessary hate and that's you know that's a I'll be better but and to answer the question I loved Stoudemire I loved Mario Stoudemire's game I got I feel like we got robbed I'm gonna go on a tangent I feel like we got robbed you just brought up Melo and his team in mm-hmm. New York I feel like we got robbed when Stoudemire punched the fire extinguisher or whatever and broke his hand. And yeah. you remember that? And they yeah, fucked up their playoff run. Like, I thought that was a very good team, man. And, ah, uh, um, give me Blake. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go, I'll stay Detroit. Give me Blake. What do you got? What do you got? There? Do you like yeah, Blake Griffin? I, I do. I love, I, there was a point, we don't, we're not, we don't need to discuss this. There was a point I hated. A little fun fact is I went to a Clippers-Wizards game, and I s- sat right at the tunnel, and Blake Griffin touched my hand. So no big deal. Uh, but we're still tight, you know, to hang out sometimes. But Shut we, up. <laughs> I think that um, Blake Griffin was a very exciting basketball player. And it's really funny to look at Amari because Amari was not great in New York. No, oh. let me rephrase that. He was because he was there one year before Melo got there. He was great yeah. that one year. Then Melo got there, and then he fell off. It was clearly he handed it to Melo yeah. for Melo's yeah. team, and he, and he took the backseat gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I loved Steve Nash, and it's hard to say, like, because Steve Nash might have lifted Amari to be better than his skill set. Um, but you could almost argue the same thing with Chris Paul and Blake too. Yeah. But yeah. I think give me Amari Stoudemire. Um, because I think he was more than just a dunker. And I think to me, prime Blake Griffin is just him being mainly a dunker. You know, Um, I think he did a lot more when he was in Detroit. hundred percent. We, he wasn't obviously just a dunker, but yeah, that wasn't prime Blake Griffin, you know, it it was not a hundred percent. You're spot on. That's a, it's such a, this is get involved because I am interested in other people's comments and thoughts on this, because I think that's, I think that's a very good one because, they they did have the same similar career trajectory there at, at a time. I mean, they were mm-hmm. part of the culture change for a team and, you know, lifting up a new fan base and all that. And then they go and Amari was good. That first Blake was great for Detroit leading that team. Amari was great for New York leading that team. And Amari went to New York when nobody was playing in New York. And then, you know, they got, Blake wanted to leave, and Amari got got Mello, who was clearly Dan- Danilo player. was on that team with him, and so yeah. was Andrew Fields. Yeah, Will- yeah. Wilson Chandler, I think too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> solid, solid. Uh, Marcus Camby, you know, like what yeah. an absolute. That's so funny, man. Uh, give me, I, I, I like that one, man. Get, get involved in the comments. Uh, get involved on our Twitter, actually, at, at the Post Up Boys. Um, that's a good one there. But you're, I, I love both those guys. I think they're phenomenal players. They probably don't get talked about enough, but 
Yeah, I, I, I think to me that was like a very good thing. You talked about uh, Amari getting robbed when he like punched a fire extinguisher. I think back to when the Suns and Spurs are playing in the Western Conference Finals and Robert Horry to this day cannot stand this man because when he trucks Steve Nash into the freaking yeah. scorer's table and cut his face and half of the Phoenix bench gets up and they all get suspended one game and lose that yeah. game. I think yeah. Sean Marion and Amari yeah. both got suspended and just yeah. like, that was just Robbed. so ridiculous. I was Robbed. so upset. I remember watching that game, watching that happen. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Young Dylan in his Superman underwear and Oreo right. cloud bed sheets. Just devastated. Right. Devastated, dude. Freaking loved Raja Bell. <laughs> I mean, it's right. When I first met Dylan, he wanted to get a Raja Bell jersey, man. That's so funny. That I got to find you a Raja Bell jersey for your birthday coming up, <laughs> yeah. dude. That is, that is awesome. That's, awesome. That's the show for the week. We've had uh, – loved this, man. We don't – I. I one of the things that Dylan and I wanted to do when starting this was at least get on here one time, just me and him. This was pretty awesome. Enjoy this. Three-man booth next week is going to be absolutely electric. Cannot wait to get that. Cannot back. wait. Welcome back, Dolphin. That's right. That's right. All the boys have had their vacations, yeah. so we are going to be draft happening. A couple off-season stuffs. We're gonna have, we should have more trades by then. Should know what's going on with Zion. A lot going on. Stick around. Go follow the show at the Post Up Boys on Twitter. Go find the show as well everywhere you get your podcast. Give us a rating. Leave us a review. Helps us out. Not on. It helps us out in terms of how we can get better at this because we are enjoying every second of it. Dylan, anything to say before I close this out, man? No, nah, man. It's a good show. I honestly thought going into this that oh, it's only going to be two of us. It's going to be a bit shorter. Um, and I was wrong. We're oh, over I, an hour. I, I thought the opposite. I was afraid you and I were going to go on too many like <laughs> tangents and talk about like other basketball randomness. I, I was, I was afraid it was going to go for like two hours. We so, can go for another two hours. I'll talk absolutely. Celtics. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, when I, you know, it's funny too, because when I asked you the Celtics question, I was like, how do I find, cause I want to know, but how do yeah. I find a way to keep us at like 10 yeah, minutes that was that was my bad i mean see yeah, that, oh, yeah. we only you touched yourself we'll, we only touched on the coaches i could have gone on so much more but yeah you that. caught you, you caught yourself you caught yourself so you're fine hilariously uh the pacifier has ended as we're getting off that's so oh, awesome darn so, darn uh yeah give us uh give me a follow at carefree willis on twitter come hang out with me talk about the pistons and what we're doing at number five go follow dylan where can people find you at at Dilbon00. I got a lot of Celtics talk left in me. So if anyone right. wants to holler at me, Celtics fans, go go follow at Dilbon00 on Twitter. Hang out with him, talk about the Celtics. Go follow our boy at Ryan Props with a Z with on a Twitter. Z. Just kidding. Guys got enough followers, man. To hell with that guy. Come follow yeah. Dylan and I. If you follow Dolan, come follow us. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And follow the show. We're like seven followers away from getting to the triple digits on the show. Let's Need go. it. Need it. Thank you all so much for listening. Three-man booth next week. See ya.